Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Gina. And I'm Jason. And this week we're talking about the square. the kind of person who likes going to art shows, uh, particularly uh, contemporary art, um, but have maybe felt a little bit cynical and let down in the past by uh, the kind of things that get displayed, um, the kind of things that get called art, uh, but maybe also uh, have felt really cynical and sort of down on the whole culture of money and marketing and self-promotion that centers around the art world, uh, then The Square might be a film for you. Uh, It centers on Christian, played by Clay Spang, who is a curator at a very prominent modern art museum in Stockholm, and it follows him through a series of surreal and bizarre incidents, which bring into question a lot of the assumptions that we might make about um, social norms um, and how we relate to each other and how we sort of, yeah, help those in need. If you can't already tell, um, this was a definitely a film for us. <laughs> uh, yes. This, this, was, this film was really like a misanthropist's buffet oh, yeah. that will confirm all your worst assumptions and fears about the people around you. It was just a four-course meal and apathy and fatalism and nihilism, uh, nihilist nihilism. Uh, it was. It painted a very bleak, bleak rather picture of society. Yes, indeed. And it it's interesting, like the the way the film is set up. Um, so yeah, it follows this uh, curator's uh, sort of day to day mishaps, basically. And it starts off um, with him on his way to work, and he th- there's basically a commotion in the street. There's a woman who is um, shouting for help because somebody's coming after her, and he makes an effort to you know sort of sort of gets forced into providing assistance to her, um, so, you know, scaring away her uh, assailant or whatever. It feels pretty good about it, only to realize that actually it was a completely a, it was a con job and these con people stole his wallet and briefcase and blah, blah, blah. Um, and the film is no sort of... No good deed goes unpunished. Exactly. The film is kind of peppered with all of these uh, these moments of when you do sort of reach outside of your box and interact with somebody else, um, specifically outside of your, maybe outside of your strata or outside of your um, uh, sort of comfort sphere. The role of homeless people is uh, is used a lot in this mm. film, um, kind of as like weird props. Um, and there's a scene where, for example, a, there's a woman who is asking for money and he says, I'll buy you something. And then she you know, does a thing where it's like, oh, I want this sandwich, no onion. And there's like very specific about it. And um Kind of in a way that like makes you like less on the homeless woman side in a way. Yeah, it's interesting because so the the whole the title is a square and it's about an art exhibition essentially, or it refers to an art exhibition that's that's happening um, in this gallery, uh, which is a square on the ground, and the idea behind it is it's kind of like one of these social interactive art displays. The idea is that if you Enter the square, you can sort of, um, people are responsible for one another. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's ca- kind of to challenge you to maybe question your assumptions about your own willingness to help right. others, basically. 
Um, yeah, trying to break away from the the herd mentality of uh, inaction. Yeah, but but then um, it's and it's interesting because like the the director uh, Ruben Oslund, he's kind of um, he's talked a lot about how this these social issues are actually very close to his heart. He's very sincere about them. He's very interested in tackling them. You know, the square was based on um, an art piece that he was involved in. But it's strange that when you watch it, it kind of, you know, it's, it is a satire, but it seems to be, um, yeah, really making fun of the people it kind of wants you to side with. So, you know, the, the homeless people or the sort of the mm-hmm. the poorer people. Um, you know, it's not kind of like a Ken Loach film where you, you go and you're supposed to like, Empathize, empathize, and kind of maybe leave with a more sympathetic image of someone maybe you didn't know, or someone like from a different st- social strata to you. It's it's way more like, um, yeah, just just pointing out how little um, point out the hypocrisies and like emphasizes the contrasts. Yeah, and the fact that like you know maybe a lot of people don't care about the less fortunate, and they should just just kind of own that rather than right. pretending and hiding behind this veneer of kind of um, social justice uh, and political correctness. Yeah, the message of the film it, it at least seemed to me to, to be a little bit like yeah, it's it's worse to pretend to be doing the right thing for the right reasons than it is to just sort of declare bankruptcy. <laughs> Yeah, in, in, in a way, because it, it did seem like, um, you know, it, the characters were so ineffectual at actually doing anything good that it, it sort of seemed to be saying that, that like, it's impossible to do anything good in, in a weird way or not that or that's not going to happen. I think that's also um, uh, so another interesting point in the film is they are trying to promote this uh, this exhibition and they bring in right. these two like millennial media uh, gurus who have this oh, horrible guy <laughs> just awful who are basically you know they're trying to come up with a, a viral campaign uh for this museum and you know of course this has an interesting development and ultimately sort of backfires <laughs> hard to say yeah but they they end up i guess making something that is uh very confrontational very confrontational and deliberately sort of exploitative and something that is deliberately meant to provoke people deliberately bad taste which is yeah which it it kind of does um but then after the the sort of uh, there's a big big media kerfuffle and then um this curator um christian is like the latest you know sort of quote unquote bad thing that's happened to him which isn't really a bad thing but you know it is for him it's a very kind of accurate uh depiction of how the media functions yeah this press conference is kind of like uh public flagellation for Mm. the sake of um ritual like yeah it's very very odd yeah and people making kind of generic vapid criticisms that that maybe or asking vapid questions that don't really mean anything but everybody sort of applauds them anyway because they're sort of part of this theater of of reactions that we're supposed to display yeah there are so many scenes like this this film really is just um a collection of all these tiny little uh, windows into human behavior and how like culture and society works in like this sort of current hyper quote hyper evolved and i guess yeah you know politically correct and sort of woke age that we live in where everybody is um sort of has this moral posturing that's going on that ultimately kind of falls down pretty easily if you just poke at it i mean this is what what i found so bleak about this film is that it's kind of suggesting that 
or at least the way it's depicting society is that basically we just all hate one one another. We hate the fact that we have to like share the space that we do and and work together. Um, and it's just going to get worse. <laughs> it's just going to get worse. Uh, but but we like we can't deal with our sort of differences or with our conflicts. We can't talk about them. We just like exist in this sort of state of apathy beneath this veneer of kind of of caring and of, of you know. I mean, I guess it's interesting that it's kind of set in the art world, you know, which is all about kind of, um, I suppose, uh, projecting uh, creativity mm-hmm. and projecting um, social interest or projecting kind of. Um, yeah, individual individuality We're and kind of trying to create these microcosms and, of uh, of yeah. uh, cultural effects and things. Yeah, yeah, but it's very it's very grim. Um, we should probably also kind of making it sound like it's just a film about social issues. It is quite funny at times as well. I mean, it is ultimately a, a, yeah. a comedy. There's a lot of really great uh, funny scenes. I think one of my few of my favorites where it was like one where um, they they have this um, exhibition in the uh, in the museum where just a bunch of like piles of little rocks and they just have, you know, then there's like a neon sign that says you have nothing. And um, there's little clips of people, you know, occasionally peeking into this room and then just leaving, <laughs> um, you know, just like giving the, the exhibit just like a snap of attention. Mm-hmm. And then later you also see, uh, you know, somebody after hours with like this giant floor sweeper trying to delicately trying to maneuver maneuver in rocks. between the rocks like this weird like this practical thing that you have interacting with this like really high concept um art piece was a uh, pretty pretty good what about you um i i, I loved elizabeth motter's character in this so we should say that this this is a swedish film but they've kind of i suppose maybe deliberately in order to, to create a wider audience they've got dominic west in it they've got elizabeth moss in it yeah um, playing american characters um They're definitely trying to bring this guy over to the u.s into the fold well i mean you know i mean and, and why not like he's he's a, a good filmmaker mm-hmm. um but i did love her character because she so she plays this this american journalist who seems like kind of a bit mm, deranged yeah she's a bit <laughs> deranged and a bit clueless and you know like at the start she um is interviewing christian uh, and it's, it's such a bizarre interview because she just asks him two questions. Yeah. One of which is, what's it like to be a director of a museum? <laughs> and the other one is, um, so I read this thing on your website and I didn't really understand it. Can you explain it to me? <laughs> you know, so it's kind of hilarious. Um, and she lives with a chimpanzee for some reason, yeah, which never is never explained. explained. Um, and then they, they kind of hook up as well. And that goes terribly. But she's, yeah, she's really, really funny. Yeah. I think all the scenes with her are very... Very good. Yeah, so many great, great scenes in the film. Um, even like in the very, very beginning, there's like just a really funny scene of them removing this old statue in front of the museum, presumably to like install the new face of the modern art museum. And they're like basically trying to crane lift this giant uh, this guy on a, rider on a horseback, yeah, yeah, and end up just like d- destroying it in the process by accident, very comically. Yeah, it's weird. At times, this felt like. Um, I mean, there have been a few movies made, a few documentaries made about museums recently. There was the Great Museum, which was about a museum in Vienna, and then there was also, I think, just the museum, which was about the British Museum. Mm-hmm. And this kind of at times felt a little bit like a, a mockumentary of that, yeah. in the style of one of one of those, especially films. the board meetings when they're talking about like the new pr plan or whatever for the thing yeah definitely because everybody has like their own role anyway yeah but you know 
it is it is pretty funny at times i think it does get pretty uh it possibly goes a bit further than it needs to go to make the point mm. it's a little bit uncomfortable at times it's very um, um it there are a lot of cringe moments in yeah. this where you just kind of like like ah, ah it's like nails on a blackboard yeah um, but ultimately, I thought, I thought this was a great film, and um, I don't agree with people who say it was, uh, quote, too smart for its own good. Mm. I think it was actually possibly smarter than the, even the director intended it to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it did seem like from reading the reviews that there's some disagreement about just basic plot points of, of the film, which I found, it, I mean, I didn't have a problem with it but but it was i suppose it was like maybe a bit hard to follow if you weren't concentrating yeah Um, but i think also like maybe it it really is just a see series of vignettes or of kind of scenes that aren't necessarily connected and i think where um people have kind of fallen over is where they've tried to find a a thread clear yeah yeah, narrative thread it doesn't really have that Mm -mm. which is maybe one of the you know one of one of the ways in which it's um it kind of it could have been better as if it had managed to create some kind of narrative or, or bring the different events yeah. kind of more could have possibly uh, been a bit more powerful and cohesive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, you know, really, really good film. And still worth seeing, um, if only for the the scene that they show on the theatrical poster. Oh yeah. Which is quite good. Yeah. Although not the best part of the film in my opinion, but it was definitely a a great draw. Yeah, it was a great scene where they use um, uh, an actor who is known for for doing the motion capture, motion capture for, for Planet of the Apes. Yeah, and very convincing ape actor, man. Very convincing ape man. Yeah, yeah. thank God it's it wasn't really Andy Circus. So sick of that guy. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, before we get too far into more controversial opinions from me, uh, I guess we can call it call it there. Yep. Thanks for listening. Bye.